Hello, vampires and slayers. This is Mixtress Ray, and you're listening to What's This Bitch Talking About? To which the answer to that question is, usually, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I recap, rehash, re-all the things every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer exactly 20 years after its original air date, which means if you're listening via real time in April of 2019, you know that I have not had a podcast out for two weeks over two weeks <laughs> because of the nature of this project sometimes there are droughts we're in a Buffy drought right now there's not an episode to talk about of Buffy hasn't been for the entire month of April and won't be again until May 4th so we are two weeks out from um, finally getting to talk about another episode of Buffy so the next episode we're going to talk about is choices from season three we missed actually um, yesterday April 20th should have been the day that Earshot aired. But like I've mentioned before, um, back in 1999, um, it was on that, wait, was it, what was the, I think I have it written down actually, hold on. Earshot, originally scheduled for 27th of April. Okay, so I'm wrong. It was actually going to air next Saturday. Um, which would have been, I think, Tuesday back in 1999, but in our time, it's Saturday. Um, so it was going to air on April 27th, but because the Columbine shooting happened on April 20th, 1999, and that episode specifically deals with a school, possible school shooting situation, um, they didn't air it, which makes sense. Um, but that does mean that we won't get to talk about Earshot until... I think September, September 21st. Yeah, because I am, I decided I, I went back and forth on that. Like, should I go with what was going to be the original air date? No, because this project is all about, um, the 20 years later of the original air date. And since this episode aired completely out of sequence, it didn't air until after the whole season had been finished. Um, yeah. So this is where things get a little weird for the year. Not only do we miss Earshot, I wonder if that, if the, just the Columbine shooting in general, the network's reaction to it, I wonder if that had anything to do with how weird the rest of the year is. Because we do have three episodes to talk about in May, but part one of Graduation Day, that two-parter doesn't get resolved until July. So we have to wait one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks. We have to wait two full months in between part one of the series ending finale and part two. So that's going to be painful. It's not going to be that painful to skip over earshot and then go back to it, which is what we're doing. Um, basically, I will be back in two weeks, obviously. I think I already said that to talk about the next episode, Choices. But I thought we would do, since it's been a while, since we've gotten to talk about Buffy, I think our last episode was like around a month ago, five weeks ago, something. Um, sometime in March is the last time we got to talk about a Buffy episode. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, you're like, whatever, I don't care. You can just skip over this episode if you want, since we're not talking about Buffy. If you're here just for Buffy talk, um, we're not doing that today, really. I'm going to do like a quick little recap of season two. Like I like to do, I like to rename every episode, um, just kind of on the fly. I don't have these all written down. I would like to do that someday to have a definitive, but I just kind of like to do it on the fly as, as you know, your opinions evolve and change on Buffy episodes. I like to rename every episode of Buffy as if it were an episode of Friends. So if you don't know, Friends always had the, all of their episodes were titled the one where blah, blah, blah. And it would just be, you know, something the one where Joey, what does something, you know, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I like to do that just, just kind of as a little recap. So let's go, let's start with season three. I'm not going to do the whole series. Um, I do that during season recaps when we're getting ready to start a new season, but just because we're in a drought right now, might as well recap you guys, get you guys up to speed so that we can be ready to talk about choices next week. And it's up to you. Like, obviously, 
if you're going through the series right now um, and watching the episodes before you listen to these podcasts, the next one should be Earshot. Um, so it's up to you. That's the one that's in sequence. That will be in sequence on the DVDs in like any streaming service that you might be watching Buffy on. So, I mean, obviously all of this is, you know, we're 20 years later. You guys can watch Buffy episodes in any fucking order you want. But if you want to watch that just so you're up to date on, I don't know if they refer to Earshot at all in future episodes. I guess we'll see. But if you want to experience it the way that I'm experiencing it, I would love to know if anyone's doing that. Is anyone listening to this podcast in real time, April 2019, and they're actually like watching the episodes along with me um, in this 20 year later time slot? (laughs) That would be so cool if anyone's doing this project with me. I would love to know. Let me know. You can email me mixtressradio at gmail. M I X T R E S S radio at Gmail. Sorry, I have like three emails. It's a problem. And <laughs> basically, all of them are open to anyone emailing me through. But um, yeah, I guess that's the one I usually tell people is the Mixtures Radio one. So definitely send me an email if you're doing this project with me. I'd, I'd love to know somebody's on this journey with me. Um, or you can message me on Instagram under Mixtress Buffy. Um, I have not been keeping up to date with that lately. There are several episodes I haven't done a post on Instagram for promoting. I need to get back in the habit of that. I've gone kind of lax on both my Mixtress Radio account and my Mixtress Buffy account. This is going to sort of be, since I don't think I've said that yet, I'm going to do like a quick recap of season three. And then we're just going to kind of, I'm just going to kind of babble about personal shit. I like to do um, personal podcast a percast do you call it percast because like if you do if you do a zine and it's personal you call it a per zine I don't know if you call it a percast if it's a personal podcast but we're doing a percast today there I'm creating that word if it doesn't already exist um where I just kind of do a what's up with a mixtress recap of my life <laughs> we're just gonna babble we're gonna fill some space because I don't like to leave you guys for more than two weeks two or three weeks at a time. I think it's been, it's been almost three weeks since the last podcast I posted for you guys. So that's a little bit longer than I like to leave you. So I got to have something, even if we can't talk about a specific episode of Buffy. So let's do the recap of season three real quick. Season three, episode one, and the one, one where Buffy tries to leave her entire life behind and it doesn't work. Um, Episode two, Dead Man's Party, the one where everyone's really mad at Buffy because she's been gone for like four or five months. Um, I just realized now that I've, I've been getting really obsessed with tarot lately and I just like, I'm automatically just sort of making associations between tarot cards too in my mind. So Dead Man's Party, if you're into tarot cards at all, would be Five of Wands. Um, episode three, Faith, Hope, and Trick, the one where we meet Faith, finally. Um, Episode four, Beauty and the Beasts, Um, the one where, the one that's really triggering about patriarchy (laughs) and abuse, Uh, domestic abuse. The one with, the one really triggering domestic abuse episode. There you go. Homecoming, the one where Buffy and Cordelia compete against each other for homecoming queen no no homecoming is the one with slayer fest 98 (laughs) um band candy the one where giles is a teenager and it's amazing (laughs) and ethan rain is there revelations the one where you find out that Buffy, everybody else finds out that Buffy has been harboring, um, Angel. Cause you know, he came back from the, from hell. Remember that? Yeah. Lover's Walk, the one where Spike is back. The Wish, the one where we meet Anya and we find out about Dark Willow and alternate universes and all that fun shit. Amends. Ugh. 
Yeah, just ugh. The one where we bargain for Angel's existence and set up the fact that he's going to have his own series next year and we pretend to give a shit about him as a character. <laughs> Gingerbread. The one where Joyce creates Mothers Against the Occult, Moo, and almost burns her daughter at the stake. Helpless. The one where... I mean, you could even sum up Gingerbread, the one where Joyce betrays Buffy. Helpless, the one where Giles betrays Buffy. There you go. Mother and father. You got Empress and Emperor right there if you're going with tarot cards again. The Zeppo, the one that's all from Xander's perspective. Bad Girls, the one where Faith accidentally kills the deputy mayor. And Consequences, the one where everybody really fucks up at a crucial moment and faith is lost to us forever for the seeable foreseeable future anyway doppelgangland the one where we find out that willow is kind of gay <laughs> um enemies that's the one we just watched and i don't really oh the one where buffy and angel trick faith and everything is out in the open as far as Faith betraying everyone and hanging out with the mayor and all that shit. Okay, there we are. We're caught up. Um, yeah, so that's probably all I'm going to talk about Buffy tonight, honestly. I'm, I'm feeling a little removed from it. It's kind of sad. I don't like... That's the one thing that is really a downfall to this particular project. I enjoy doing it this way because it's... I don't know, it's just a fun project to to really give the episodes space. Like, in our current culture of watching things, binge-watching, like, most of the time, that's the way we do things nowadays. We binge-watch. But it's really kind of fun to revisit my favorite show of all time and do it in a you know, a drawn out manner. And also the fact that I'm doing this podcast means that I'm taking notes. I'm watching each episode several times. I'm giving it, I'm giving it a lot of really measured thought. It's been a really rewarding experience and I hope that you guys, um, are enjoying it as well. Um, yeah, I guess I should like promote myself since I don't have any sponsors. You guys don't have to hear any ads except for me telling you about the shit that I do in other places on the internet. <laughs> so I guess I should probably do that. Um, I try to remember to do it every time, but I don't. Um, I'm not great at that promotional shit. I really don't like that shit. But I do like having money for my creative ventures. So I really should just, you know, bite the bullet and do that shit more often. So here we go. If you guys would like to become my patron, sorry, I'm a chair. I'm sitting in a squeaky chair and I'm moving around a lot. <laughs> do you guys hate my squeaky chair? Because if you do, I really will get a new chair. <laughs> um, let me know. Mixtressradio at gmail.com. Okay. Um, let's see. What am I talking? What was we talking about? Okay. If you'd like to become my patron, I have... Um, I have a perk for patrons now like before it was just kind of like please give me money thank you but now I actually have a perk so if you become one of my patrons you get a weekly podcast which is basically just the edited together talking segments that are on my radio show every week which I'll talk about my radio show here in a second um so it's basically a way with my radio show you have to tune in at the specific time on the internet in order to listen but um with my patron only podcast which goes up sometime during the weekend after my radio shows are every friday sometime during the weekend i put up the podcast episode so you can listen to it whenever you want and it's you don't have to be there at a certain time so that's the current perk that i have going for my patrons is that weekly podcast and also since we're kind of doing the percast right now if you're into some of that stuff like me babbling about personal shit i get 
a lot more personal on my radio show. Like it's very intimate because I don't have a ton of listeners on that and I don't have a ton of patrons. So I can really dive in and I, I tend to get really like, I use it as, I use my radio show as my therapy. Basically, I basically talk out everything that I need to talk out in my life. So I get, I get real deep into my own psyche. So if you enjoy listening to that kind of stuff, people getting really deep into their own psyche, like, like I have the sort of like non-filter that like a Mark Marin or a Howard Stern kind of has. I mean, I'm sure you get a taste of that by listening to this podcast because I'm not like super filtered on this podcast either, but most of the time I don't talk about a lot of personal shit. Um, so if you want to get into some of that more personal shit and you can become my patron at any level of giving, you have access to that, um, to those podcasts every week. So that is patreon.com slash Ray. And of course the link is also in the show notes. Um, so that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N and then Mixtress Ray is M-I-X-T-R-E-S-S-R-A-E. And I would be so, 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 so appreciative if you want to become one of my... Oh, I have another perk for patrons. I forgot. I just started doing this. Any of my patrons, like once you've been there long enough, like I guess, I think the way that Patreon works is like if you join in like the middle of the month or something, you don't actually get charged until the first of the next month. So like if you joined right now, so basically like by the time you got to the point where you sent me your first payment, even if that's a dollar a month at any level of giving, by the time you've sent me one payment, you are eligible to um, get a personal tarot reading from me. So if that's something that, that's something that's, um, elective though. I know not all people are going to be interested in that. So it's not, you don't get a tarot reading forced upon you if you don't want it. You just have to let me know if you want one. And I will, um, I'm practicing right now, which is why eventually it'll get to the point where, you know, you have to be like a five or $10 patron in order to get, um, a full tarot reading. Cause it, it is a time consuming process, you know? It takes me a couple hours to lay out all the cards, to take some notes, and then I record like a little, kind of like a little podcast episode. And then you, not only do you get to, obviously you get to choose if you want a tarot reading or not, if you're one of my patrons, but then you further get to choose if you are okay with that being a patron-only podcast episode. Um, and of course I can just like, you know, I don't have to say your name, but it can but anyway, if you're okay with it being a patron only podcast episode, it will just show up in your patron podcast feed and that'll be your personal reading. So that's another perk is that you get to, there are three, three, two, two of those up right now. One for, um, one of my friend, my friend Ruben and one for my mom. So you can listen to their personalized, um, tarot readings um, and that's another thing, if you want to become one of my patrons and listen to one of those just to see kind of what it's like before you decide if you want a reading for yourself or not. Um, yeah, I'm still learning, which is why it's dirt cheap. <laughs> you can become a dollar patron and essentially get, I end up talking for like 45 minutes to an hour usually on those things. So you can get a 45 minute to an hour tarot reading essentially for a buck. So that's like the biggest discount I've ever heard of for a tarot reading. Tarot readings normally cost like, you know, 60 to a hundred bucks in my experience. Um, but, and you'll have that option to like, you know, listen to it whenever you want and refer back to it and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, anyway, that is a patron benefit as well. If you'd like to become one of my patrons. Um, so that's patreon.com slash and I really, really, really appreciate having patrons. It's, I was able to pay for a year of my radio show with patron donations. So that's a milestone for me and it makes me really happy. Um, so that's a good segue into talking to you guys about, if you don't know, I have a radio show too that's every Friday, 7 to 10 Central Standard Time. And it's, um, like I said, you can get all of the talking portions of my radio show on 
um, if you're a patron for any, any time you want. But um, for this, you do have to tune in 7 to 10 Central Standard Time for free. You just go to, um, I'll have the link, I have the link in my show notes as well, but it's myradiostream.com slash radio. So it's, um, it's basically like a zine. I used to have a zine called Chickweed. I haven't done an issue in a really long time. I've actually been thinking about it again. I might put out an issue this year, but, um, it's basically like the zine version. It's basically the radio show is, is like, is basically just a radio show version of what my zine used to be. Um, because it's just, I used to include a mix with every zine and this is music mixed in with, you know, me talking about personal shit. And my zine was pretty much a per zine. It was just, you know, personal essays from my life. Like all of them are embarrassing to me now, which is why I don't really, I don't have my old issues of my zine like listed anywhere for sale because most of them are just silly. And I kind of prefer doing the radio show to doing the zine because it's a way for me to get that shit out in the open every week without it seeming as permanent. Like obviously now that I have the podcast episodes of my patron, my Patreon, it's a little bit more permanent, but I may not keep those up forever. Um, I may not have those. I will have those accessible always to certain patrons probably, but we, I might get to a point where, you know, you, you got to give me at least $10 a month to have access to that because I want the, I want that to still be like a rat, a pretty intimate offering, um, essentially because it's personal shit. It's really personal shit. And I tend to be the kind of person I'm always working things out like with my zine or with my radio show or just pretty much all the things I do. It's, it's a process of me figuring things out. And so I don't know, like, even if I listen to some of the, you know, when this, when this podcast first started, before I started this Buffy project, it was just a bunch of personal shit. If you listen to the beginning of this podcast, you know that. And it was, um, I know that if I listened to any of my first, the first episodes of my podcast, I'd be like, I'd be embarrassed about a lot of things because I talk about things as I'm working them out before I've decided how I really feel about certain things. You know, um, I'm very much like, that's my process. That's always been my creative process. I'm working things out as I'm doing it. You know, like my journals are like that. Everything's just a process of working things out. If I have something figured out, I stop talking about it. That's just how I am. Um, I guess I can put this list of Buffy episodes away. No, we're not talking about that anymore. I didn't give myself a beverage to drink while I'm doing this situation. Hold please. I'm going to go get a beverage. Okay. I chose water. Water is so boring. <laughs> I really don't like drinking water. Um, we drink a lot of like LaCroix and and uh target brand LaCroix in our house but I decided to drink water because then I'm not going to be burpy on the podcast I, d I chose this for you guys drinking boring beverage just for you the sacrifices that I make anyway so my my radio show basically if you've never listened to it it's just it's basically half and half so it's a three hour long show and it's half me babbling about like what's gone on with me during the week, like what current existential crises I'm going through. Sometimes I do like feminist and political rants and I usually have like a featured pop culture. So I'll talk about either a book I'm reading or a movie that I watched that week or TV show that I'm currently obsessed with or whatever. Lately, I've been, there's always a current obsession that I have because I'm, I'm autistic and it's, I, I kind of associate me having current obsessions with, with my neurodivergent brain. I'm still burpy even though I'm just drinking water. Okay. Whatever. Sorry. I didn't mean to burp on the podcast. Um, but I keep losing my train of thought too. Oh man. Uh, what was I talking about? 
was talking about my radio show. <laughs> so I'll usually have a feature pop culture. And anyway, I just have babbling segments. So basically I'll just like babble for 20 minutes and then I'll play 20 minutes of music. The, one of the reasons why I call myself the reason that I call myself a mixtress is because I, um, I've always really, really, really loved music and made mixtapes and mix CDs and now lots of playlists. Um, so that's why in every podcast episode, I have a link to my Buffy podcast, which is not really like a mix I made myself. I just took from music that's featured on the show and I put them in order of appearance on the show. Um, and I have, you know, that link to my playlist on Spotify. Um, oh yes, <laughs> because I'm autistic and I have a neurodivergent brain, I tend to get really obsessed with something that, um, that I want to learn more about and I dive into research and read lots of books on whatever it is. And so that ends up being one of the main topics on my radio show every week is going to be whatever the current thing I'm obsessed with is. I've gone through, I was super obsessed with cassettes, mixtapes, cassette culture, tape players, hi-fi equipment, all that stuff about a year ago. Um, about six months before that, I was super obsessed with corsets for a long time. Um, and right now I'm super obsessed with tarot and I'm kind of moving into transitioning, kind of moving into like astrology, basically anything that has like a deep culture around it that I can really wrap my brain around. And yeah, anyway, I get obsessed with things. I talk about my obsessions on my, on my radio show and I play music and I talk about what's going on with my life and stuff like that. So if you're at all interested in that, um, becoming my patron's the easiest way to do it, obviously. So I'm just going to say it again, like for the third time, patreon.com slash Ray, or you can, um, just tune in for free every week, seven to 10 central standard time. Again, that website is myradiostream.com slash radio. So all those links are in the show notes every week if you ever want to refer back to that. I also have a YouTube channel um, that is, it's all kinds of things. Like all of my things, they're just, I like refuse. I have all these different interests, but I refuse to like make separate accounts for things, which I know is not the way that successful internet people do things, but I just... I get too overstimulated if I have to think about all those different things, you know? So my YouTube channel is basically, some of it's ASMR, um, it's mostly like ASMR adjacent is what I call it because it's not like typical ASMR, um, but it's a lot of like me showing off my record collection or me showing off my tape, my mixtapes and you know, just like there are a lot of like collection videos. I have some unboxing videos. I have like, you know, some stuff of like taking apart, um, an iPod to put a new hard drive in it. I have one of those. Um, it's just like a whole bunch of different kind of stuff. So if you're at all interested in that, it's just my YouTube channel is just called Mixtress Ray. Almost everything I have, at least I'm consistent with that <laughs> is Mixtress Ray, Mixtress Radio, Mixtress Buffy, you know, like, um, yeah, Mixtress. That's my thing. So if you've ever wondered about the origin of that word, I know I've said that on this podcast before, but it's basically just, um, I had a friend one time, I had just made her a mix and she was talking to me about, she's like, it was so well crafted. Like, you're really good at this. You're like a Mixtress. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to use that. You know, obviously it's just a mixture of like the word sorceress and mix. So, um, yeah. And some people think I'm a dominatrix because it sounds kind of like mistress, but, um, not really a dominatrix. I'm, I am a Slytherin, but <laughs> I love villains, but I'm not much of a villain myself. Um, I am kind of an asshole, but not, yeah. Anyway. 
So let's see, what can we talk about? So basically that's just the promotional shit. What's, what's been up with you guys the last few weeks? Um, I hope everybody's doing well. I, it's been a difficult month for financial reasons. Um, I know a lot of people are going through that. There were some things that kind of shifted around with the laws surrounding taxes and stuff this last year. So there's a lot of people that have owed more on their taxes than ever before. And I was one of those people. It was into federal, like state for me was about the same as it normally is. Um, but for federal taxes, we owed a lot of money. So that was like a little crisis that, uh, we went through this month. Um, I worked it out. So like I had to borrow money from a family member essentially just to pay my federal taxes and I'm working it off. So, um, that's just one of those things that it kind of sucks until I don't like owing money to family. So I'm going to try to get through that as, as quickly as possible. Um, so that's the main thing that I've been dealing with this month. Um, other than that, just, you know, spring, it's happening. Um, if you're in the Northern hemisphere, spring is happening right now. Um, and so far it's been a pretty nice spring. It's been pretty cool and everything's really pretty outside. Pretty, pretty, pretty is apparently the word, um, leading into, you know, I always get very anxious this time of year because, um, I mean, I mention this often, but just in case you guys want a little bit more backstory, I don't want to get super into it because I'll get upset if I do. Um, but I don't know if I've told like a detailed story of this experience at any time. If you guys are interested, let me know. Um, if I'm doing a specific, like, let's talk about this kind of thing, I can, I can do it without getting too upset. Um, cause I can prepare for it. But anyway, in 2011 in the town where I live, my hometown, I still live in my hometown. <laughs> yeah. I'm real boring like that, but, um, a huge tornado hit our town and it just crunched it up. And I lost, um, I, at the time I lived next door to my mom, which was the, um, our childhood home. She both she had grown up in that house and I grew up in that house. Um, so it was just, you know, so much sentimental attachment surrounding that house. So I lived next door to her at the time with my Michael and our dogs and our ferrets and our cat. We had five animals at the time. And, um, and it was just the two of us living there at the time. We had had roommates that recently moved out, but they weren't living with us anymore. Um, but anyway, my mom lived in the center of my sister lived on one side of her and I lived on the other. So, you know, it was a very interesting, happy family situation. Us all being there together. It was just a really nice time in our lives that we'll probably never get to recreate, unfortunately, but it was cool. Um, it was kind of the ideal situation, um, for me because I'm very close with my mom and living next door to her is ideal for me. But anyway, so when the tornado hit, all of our houses were completely destroyed. Um, and it was pretty much the worst year of my life. You know, it's thankfully none of us were hurt. So that's the important part. But like half of our town, probably not literally half, probably, I think it was somewhere around a quarter of like businesses and homes and stuff like that. I don't remember the exact numbers and I don't like to focus on that stuff because it just makes me upset to think about it. So I don't know the exact numbers, but basically like 25% of our town. That seems like about the right estimation was just crunched up by this tornado. I think it was like, also I'm not good with this kind of stuff, but I think it was designated as an EF five. I don't know. Does it go to 10? I don't know. It was a bad one. It was really bad. And, um, so how did I end up talking about this? 
I don't even know what made me think about the tornado. <laughs> Seriously, you guys, what relevance did that have to this conversation? <laughs> I have no idea. I remember thinking, oh, I mentioned that a lot. Maybe I should, since this is like a more personal podcast episode, maybe I should give a little bit of backstory for that for any new listeners, or if I've never actually talked about it before. I can't remember what reason there was for me talking about that, but anyway, it crunched up a lot of our town. My my grandparents' house was, it was redeemable. Um, the rest of our houses weren't, so we had to leave, um, obviously. Uh, what relevance did that have to this conversation? Like, this is a thing, apparently, I've learned very recently that, like, being autistic, um, usually people that are autis autistic have trouble with working memory, um, which is why I lose my train of thought so often, I think, because I can't remember what was right there in my head. I have always been that person that, like, forgets why I went into a room and things like that. Because if I'm not kind of like repeating it to myself and like meditating on whatever it is, I'm very much an in the moment kind of person. <laughs> um, and I tend to be more distracted when I record from home, which is what I do with this podcast. Um, I should probably start like recording in other locations because I'm just sitting in my little office looking at all my pretty things and I get distracted by something and I have no idea what made me start talking about the tornado and I keep like babbling because I'm thinking at some point I'll remember why I was talking about the tornado. You guys probably remember since you probably have a better working memory than me and I probably had some sort of train of thought that led me to that but I don't remember what it was. I don't. Anyway. Um, so that was an experience for sure. <laughs> it's weird to think that it's been, it's been eight years. Oh, okay. I started talking about it cause I was talking about spring. Um, so this time of year, I always get anxious, you know, my PTSD, I think I'm mostly over it. I did have some pretty severe PTSD for a few years afterwards, but, um, because we were also, you know, we were experiencing it as it was happening, huddled up in my mom's house. So it was quite traumatic. And just being that my entire hometown was just chewed up, like even if I wasn't in the middle of it, even if I hadn't lost my house, it still would have been a pretty, I mean, pretty much everybody that lived here. It was a traumatic event for us. Um, whether we lost possessions or people or not. Um, but luckily we were all okay, but I still, I still get pretty anxious in spring. Um, and coupled with the fact that like it gets more humid starting in spring and you know, the air is just kind of unstable because it's transitioning from winter to spring. It's just the most violent transition that, um, especially being that we are in the tornado alley as they call it. You know, it just literally is a very violent transition between um, seasons. So I always get very anxious at the t this time of year. In fact, April is kind of, April itself is kind of my hardest month, even though that's not always the most like storm ridden month, but it's just anticipating that um, when it starts getting warmer, I have trouble sleeping because I get really hot at night. And I just got super spoiled this last winter because it was really cold for a long time this winter. We had a really good winter. I love winter so much. Um, I really don't enjoy warmer months in general. I'm a weirdo like that. But um, so it's always hard for me. Usually I have the most problems with anxiety and depression around April. But as the month draws to a close, I'm feeling better. Like the first half of the month was not great, especially since April 1st was the day we decided to do our taxes. And then that blow of finding out that huge number of how much we owed just like hit me like a truck. And then all the other regular April anxiety just added to that. And 
I've had, you know, some trouble sleeping. However, um, I recently read this article. I couldn't find it again after the first day that I read it, but it was on The Guardian and it was about sleep and it was about how much importance our society places on sleep. And like, of course, it's important to get good sleep and, you know, you should always try to get good sleep and blah, blah, blah. But like, it's not that big of a deal. If you tell yourself, you know what? it's not that big of a deal, you're much more likely to actually fall asleep. If you wake up and you can't fall asleep again for another couple hours, if you tell yourself it's no big deal, get out a book and read it for a while until you're tired again, you know, you're much more likely to be able to handle sleep deprivation if you don't find it to be a big deal. Like there's been studies of people that define themselves as being like insomniacs or people that have trouble sleeping. They have a lot more problems surrounding like their sleeplessness, like psychologically they have a lot more problems surrounding how much they perceive themselves to be missing as far as sleep is concerned. More problems than people that actually get less sleep but don't define themselves as people that are insomniacs. So uh, that's just interesting to know, like, and that makes total sense because, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, you can't fall back asleep or you can't get to sleep. And the fact that you know, you have to get up at a certain time, you know, you're going to, you're looking at, okay, if I fall asleep now, I'll get three hours and 47 minutes of sleep. Okay. Okay. If I fall asleep now, oh my God, it's been another half hour. Oh my God, I'm still not asleep. You know, but if you just like tell yourself, you know, it's cool. You know, I might be tired. I might be delirious. It might be kind of a crappy day, but I'll live. You know, it's just, we create so many more problems for ourselves by telling each other, telling ourselves sad things. You know, that's all anxiety really is. It's just a narrative of, you know, telling yourself mean shit. (laughs) And it's not like, just knowing that fixes it, but it helps. Anyway, (laughs) this is what happens when you press record and you have no plan for what you're going to talk about. (laughs) Oh, um, I wanted to tell you guys, I never officially celebrated when we hit our 100th episode, which happened, I think it was Bad Girls is when we hit the 100th episode of this podcast. But might as well celebrate. I have this recorder. I've been using it since I think the beginning of the podcast. It's possible I was using my phone at the very beginning. But I have this recorder that I use to record all of my podcasts and all of my radio show intros. And it's just it's just what I use for everything. It's great. It's a Tascam DR05 if you're interested in that kind of stuff. But um, it's just this great little thing. It costs like 80 bucks or something. And it's just this nice portable, um, runs on AA batteries thing. And I use rechargeable batteries and they last forever. But anyway, it counts. Like it, it automatically titles each sound file with a number. And right now, this podcast is, um, it has the date and then an underscore and then the number that just started with one with the very first recording I ever did on this recorder. We are on recording number 666 today. (laughs) Happy Mark of the Beast on this recorder. Um, that is the milestone that we're working with today. I use this thing that much. I've only had this recorder, I don't know, two, three years and I'm already at the 666th recording on this thing (laughs) because each one of my uh, radio segments is a recording. Sometimes I'd like start something and have to delete it or whatever. So that counts as one. Um, every podcast episode is usually one. Um, so yeah, I do a lot of talking into this little recorder and it's great. I love it. I use it for some of my, um, YouTube videos too, if I want like really good sound on my YouTube videos. Most of the time, just the sound that um, comes from my phone, which is what I use as the video camera, is good enough. But yeah, 666. Welcome to the devil, the beast. Um, 
yeah, I don't know what else to talk about. What else is going on with me? Um, not much, just kind of hanging out. Um, been fully obsessed with tarot cards pretty much all year, which is kind of, I don't, my obsessions don't normally last several months. Um, they're getting to be more like that as I get older, which is nice because I actually am able to really wrap my brain around something when I can stay engaged with it for that long. Um, but anyway, I've been just, you know, studying tarot cards pretty much all the time. Like basically if I'm not at work and I'm not doing the podcast or the radio show or YouTube stuff, um, or like, you know, taking my dogs for a walk or something or hanging out with my family, um, pretty much anytime I'm not doing any of those things, I am sitting in my chair playing with tarot cards. I've got lots of tarot books that I've been reading. Um, a couple of workbooks that are really, really cool. If you're into tarot at all, um, let me know and I will send you those book recommendations. But there are some that are like workbooks that like give you all these different like activities to do, like different types of readings that you can do for yourself, different ways that you can group the cards and like all these journaling prompts and things. And they're so engaging and they've taught me so much. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's, I had forgotten how I've always been very interested in what is known as the occult, you know, like ever since I was like 14 years old, I would read, I would just devour all these different books on, you know, different alternative, like religions and spiritualities and stuff like that. And for whatever reason, I, I had always had tarot cards, but I never really got into it. And there's so much there with tarot cards. Um, there's so much symbolism and it has a lot of associations with like Jungian psychology archetypes and things like that. And just real esoteric, like kind of crazy stuff. And it's just really fun to dive into that stuff. Um, I've been enjoying it a lot. So yeah, basically I've just been hanging out with tarot cards. It's helping me work through stuff though. I think it's helping me deal with depression and anxiety and it's helping me dive into my psyche in a way that's more productive. Like I'm always diving into my psyche and wondering about how, why I do things. Blah, blah, blah. Um, very self-focused person. <laughs> if you haven't noticed. Um, but being into tarot cards helps me focus that in a more productive way and it's been really great so um i'm still really enjoying that aspect of my life right now um i also i still if you don't know since i don't talk about personal shit that often i work at a library i've worked there for um is it 15 years this year i think it's 15 years this year and um I still like it there for the most part. There are things about it that have definitely like run their course, but um, there's a possible new job prospect within the library coming up in the next, I don't know, nine months or so. So um, hopefully I'll be able to secure that. If not, I might, I mean, I hate to think about leaving, but what I'm currently doing at the library, I have done for a very long time. Like basically it was the position that I was promoted to about 14 years ago. And I've done other things and then I came back to this position. Um, so it, I haven't been doing it for 14 full years, but it's been long enough that like I know what this job entails. I have done it for a long time. It doesn't pay super well. I don't have great hours. I don't have health insurance. It's the kind of job that, you know, doesn't take extra skill to get. Um, I have learned a lot, but um, I don't know. You know, my ideal world, <laughs> I did like a tarot activity thing in one of my books earlier that was about like, 
visualizing your ideal life five years from now and like what would you be doing and it was hard for me to even like it was kind of sad actually like because some of the things I was thinking about were just like the most boring things ever it's like I wasn't even reaching that far it's like I wasn't allowing myself to really think about like what are the most fantastic fantastical things that I could possibly have in my future I was you know like the biggest goals I could think of were like I would like to have an internet bed I would like to have a claw-footed tub I would like to have health insurance (laughs) you know like the things I were thinking of are like kind of sad on the surface like they're not that exciting none of the things that I wanted were very exciting there was like basic human rights that like everybody should have everybody should have whatever bed they want everybody should have the tub that they want I think you know um and I eventually I essentially realized after I had been working on that particular activity in the book that like I had done it wrong and so I had to like kind of look at it and be like, okay, well, obviously I misunderstood this assignment because I'm not ready yet. I don't actually, like, think about my future. So obviously it needs to be something that I need to revisit and, like, try it again later. Um, so yeah, that's just a little glimpse into my, my psyche. <laughs> this whole night has been a glimpse into my psyche. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I guess I could stop here, um... Because if not, I'm just going to use you guys as my therapy. And that's what my radio show is for. (laughs) You guys don't have to be my therapist most of the time. Um, But if you'd like to, you can listen to my radio show anytime. (laughs) All of my listeners are my therapists. (laughs) Because I work shit out. Um, Anyway, I hope you guys are having a great April. I will see you in a little less than two weeks. Because I'm recording this a day late. So, um, this will be up on Easter. So hopefully you're having a great Easter if you celebrate that kind of thing. Um, and tomorrow's Earth Day, the 22nd. Um, yeah, and I'll be back two weeks because we will be talking about choices on May 4th. So I have to work that day. So just if, if you are, if you do listen to this podcast in real time, that particular episode of the podcast... I probably won't get to record it until late Saturday night. Um, unless I miraculously get my shit together and record it before I go to work, which is doable time-wise, but I never have my shit together. I always do things at the last minute. So most likely that podcast episode is not going to go live until the wee hours of the morning on May 5th. Um, just so you know, that's how it's probably going to work if you are a person that's listening in real time and you care about that shit. So anyway, I will see you guys in two weeks. Thanks for listening to my babbling tonight. Um, okay. Bye.